Thank you for listening to We Speak Dispatch, sponsored by your friends at Watson Consoles. And welcome back to another episode of We Speak Dispatch. Thanks for joining us today. We are talking mainly to those who are new supervisors or even those who are aspiring to be supervisors. Uh, not that if you already are one or have one under your, your belt, this isn't for you, but uh, we have a special guest today, Nick, who's joining us uh, as a new supervisor coming upon a year. But before we get there, all of us who are regular cast members <coughs> have been supervisors in our profession. So Doug, how's it going? Good, good. Thank you very much. Welcome. Good, thank, you. thank you. And Joe? It's going phenomenal. It's a little cold here, but we're doing great. Excellent. And Leslie, what's about you? Everything is fabulous. Can't wait. I'm, I'm interested to, to hear Nick's story because I, I, I can remember back to the depths of my mind when I was a new supervisor and I don't, I don't remember smiling as much as Nick was. So, I it hasn't been a year yet. So, you know, yeah, that's right. Nick, Nick, go ahead. Tell us about the smile. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I love the job. I've been dispatching since 2004. Um, I, I came on to my current agency back in uh, 2014. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's not coming up on nine years. Um, I love it. And we, we had some supervisors, um, you know, we actually was my direct supervisor. She left uh, to move to another agency. Uh, so there was an opening. So they began the long, tough process of, of trying to hire and they test. And um, it was a long, it was actually a long process. Uh, what they, is the they, process we had, the supervisor where you are? What is the yeah, process? What, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so application, all the requirements uh, that they that they're looking for, um, various uh, you know certifications, things like that. Um, they had a written test, which the results came back that night, which I was pretty shocked at. Um, then once they set up the interview, uh, which that took a while, uh, and then uh, those results a few days past that. Um, uh, unfortunately, that the gentleman who actually was was promoted um he ended up uh, passing away oh, um, so it's kind of a sad, yeah kind of a sad situation wow um, and then how bad did you want I, that I job my god i happen to be number two so wow <laughs> yeah so that's uh, that that's kind of how that came about <laughs> so i want to a lot, a lot of different agencies have different processes for new dispatchers and supervisors um the test two questions to that one was it written <clears throat> And two, was it something developed in house or from like uh, a commercial vendor? Mm. Uh, it, it was a, there was a you know a written exam, Scantron, that kind of thing. Um, okay. It was from a company. It was not in house. Oh. However, it wasn't supervisory related. It was, was more of yeah, yeah it, it was more of a general um, general process. I think general thoughts. Um, you know, there was mapping questions. Uh, it they, it was law enforcement geared, so where do you send an officer to this address and that kind of thing. And then there was there was very few supervisory questions on the exam. Really? Do you feel now? I mean, now that you got it, I'm certain you think, yeah, the test was very valid. That's awesome. <laughs> but truly, looking back, if you had to look, do you think it was a good assessment for the job you hold today? Uh, no, I think they could have, it could have been a more supervisory questions on the test, but I mean, uh, we didn't, 
I know our bosses didn't have any input. It was all do, done through human resources oh. and they contract with the company. So I think it's the same company uh, that they contract for the initial the initial oh. exam for, for beginners. You mentioned, you mentioned it was like law enforcement. So some agencies are their own. Do you center fall under a law enforcement department? Yeah, we're housed out of the police department. Uh, I report directly to the police chief. He's my boss. However, we we dispatch all three agencies. So, wow. Were there, the interview uh, that you outside? have was that related to oh, supervision? Sorry, sorry uh, that the interview the interview was yeah that was that was all of our our um, uh, you know command staff all the chiefs and and captains wow. um, that that was around supervisory you know our supervisory experience um, any other certifications that we might have related to the job. So that's kind of where they brought it back into being a supervisor, you know, the exam. So what's been the biggest challenge? Because I know I, when I promoted, it was from internal. So that buddy to boss change was that yeah, difficult? That's the big, that's the biggest one. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I was moved to a different uh, squad once I was promoted. Um, and it's sort of, I guess, where the need was. Mm -hmm. um, and you're dealing with people who also were testing at the same time for the job. So that then, um, you know, s some were more senior to me, uh, and that, that was a little challenge to. So Nick, tell us, did you have any training mm -hmm. when you finally got promoted? Did you have any training about how to actually be a supervisor? Uh, yeah, I was sent to a online, um, it was like a, maybe an eight hour class, just one day, uh, leadership training. The town, uh, a few years back instituted, um, something where they're sending all of their supervisors for the entire town, uh, through this program, oh, okay. regardless of how long you've been a supervisor or not. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's, there's sort uh, four sessions throughout, I don't know, I think it's like once a month kind of thing. So. That, that's an additional training. Yeah. Okay. With any internal uh, promotions, Nick, I always wonder, since you obviously knew how to do the dispatching job and you were there, what percentage of your new role is actual supervision versus dispatching? Um, our supervisors are, you know, we're line, we're working supervisors. So, you know, that part of it still remains. Mm -hmm. um, there's the scheduling part. We we got hit with uh, some a COVID uh, uh, round came through and took out a couple of squads. So that was scheduling nightmare uh, trying to deal with that deal with all that. Um, but yeah, I think scheduling is probably the most uh, is the biggest. Um, we have our policies stuff like that as far as what to do, yeah. um, decisions that need to be made. We just fall back on that. We also are well with our um, we have a, a a sergeant that's right on the other side of our wall uh, that works pretty close with us. So we always have that as a resource too. And after your first year, what's the one piece of advice you would give to an internal person that's promoting? You would tell the person that's going to promote, how would you sum it up and what would you tell them? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I would say it's sometimes it's a lonely road. Uh, you have a, you have to make decisions. Uh, you can't make those decisions based on you know, who you're friends with or, you know, that you've worked with. Uh, you have to sort of set that aside and, and put your supervisor hat on and make that make that decision. And you hope 
you know, depending on what the situation is that someone's not going to get too offended by what you're doing, but ultimately it does weigh on you. You're the one that has to make the decision. So. Wow. That's a great. What's your, what, what would you, not necessarily the opposite, but what's your biggest success or positive thing that happened over the last year in the new role? Well, I had, when I was promoted, I was, I decided to follow one of our deputy chiefs that got promoted. He, when he was promoted to deputy chief, he said, I'm going to take 90 days and I'm not going to do anything. Um, obviously, he has a little bit more of the changing power as a deputy chief than I do, but he, he just wanted to sort of settle into the role. Yeah. Um, so I had decided that's what I wanted to do. Um, however, that's was not the, the case, not what others felt. Um, they basically handed and said, can you write, rewrite our training program? Um, so I had to go and, and write off right out of the gate, uh, create this training, a new training program. How did you do that? How did you come up with like, I think this is a good idea for training and liability concerns and all that stuff. Yeah. We, you know, we just, we modeled it. We had the system in place. I just made some changes to it. Um, we, we modeled it off of APCO, uh, training program. So, you know, we used some of that, um, some things just having, been through the training, what we, what was there. Uh, and then I, I was actually one of two, uh, uh, trainers, uh, out that weren't supervisors, the supervisors it's required, uh, but there was only two of us that weren't. Uh, so, uh, I basically having gone through that as a trainer, okay. where I thought needed, you know, improvements needed to be made. So when I just sort of incorporated year? all that. When was the last time the program was updated at the, PSA. Mm, it's been there up until I took it over. <laughs> it's the same program. So I, okay. <laughs> yeah. So do you have plans? Like when, so you, you got promoted and I love that, you know, you decided hey, for 90 days because, you know, we joke on this and we've, we've said it hundreds of times, you know, there's two things dispatchers hate change and things stay in the same. So I think, you know, that's super smart just to kind of let things settle, but are there things in your mind that now that you're in this role, you, you know, you've, you've got the ability to, to make some changes. What are some of those things? Um, one, one of the, the biggest things is more, I have more of a, more of a say, so to speak. Um, we're actually renovating our, our center. Oh. So we're working through, working through companies and, and trying to come up with the designs that I, I would not have been in if I wasn't a supervisor. Um, we're trying to do that. We're, we're trying to find different ways of uh, lifting morale. Um, we've been so short staffed and, you know, we we're trying to hire, we've had some people retire. Um, we, we test, but we can't get people to test. And so I'm sure it's something that it's across the country that way. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm, oh, we're trying to find different ways of lifting morale, uh, you know, within our center. So. Which yeah, test? Uh, go ahead, Joe. Which entrance exam are you using? So you, which entrance exam are you using? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. It, it, again, we, we pretty much off as far as our entire department. Um, the, the, the human resources again. I, I, I'm pretty sure they have a, you know, a standing contract with this whatever this company is, um, and they just get the materials and and you know, there's a computer portion of it, a written exam. Uh, I've sat in on a, as a supervisor, I sat in on a couple of uh, rounds of interviews. Um, so, um, 
you know, it's, we, we just finished back at the end of, uh, at the end of the year, actually, um, with three new hires. So we've, they made it through the program and now we're sort of adjusting to them being on the, you know, that's huge. on the line. Yeah. So that's big. That's really big. Staffing is an issue all over the world. I mean, we've, yeah. it, we've talked to people from Saudi Arabia, same thing. It's staffing. But but mm-hmm. what did what did your agency, I mean, I know you said you had those classes and stuff. And one thing that I just, <clears throat> just did a leadership class over in Memphis, and they were a lot of them were talking about, we had training on how to like do policy and how to do these things. But as far as dealing with people one-on-one and having that connection, building that connection, very little training in that. People are like told, just get along with people. Well, that doesn't work. I mean, right. I mean, do you have anything like that? Have you had any kind of training in that kind of thing? Um, they, the classes that I'm taking, it's, it's kind of the downside is I wish that there were some training classes geared towards being a dispatch supervisor. Oh. Um, these are just more general supervision classes. Uh, you know, we're dealing with someone from who works at the, the library. Um, you know, to, to police sergeants, that kind of thing. So, you know, they're, they're kind of all over the, all over the map. Um, there, there are classes it, it, available to specifically dispatch stuff. And I'm not saying yeah. there's one right behind me, but, but also, <laughs> are you thinking about going to any like conferences or anything like that? Since you're in supervisor role now, are you going to go to any, try to go uh, to any conferences? I would like to, yeah, I would like to. It's, it's the, the, I'm sure again, the same country had to juggle uh, doing those types of things and also being at home. Um, <laughs> so trying to juggle all of that and, and making that all work is, is could be tough, but just, I, I would like valuable information at these conferences. If you ever go to them, I mean, um, you, if you, if you go and you, and you use it for what it's intended for is this exchange of knowledge. It's great. I mean, that's where yeah. you learn so much about whatever it is you're doing from lots of people in the business. So it's kind of a big thing. So I'd recommend right. it. Uh-huh. And you did mention, Nick, that some of the courses basically got everybody in the township together. <laughs> it wasn't just dispatch specific. Having taken right. county classes myself, um, to me, I do find value in that. It can reaffirm the practices that we have that we think are either outdated or non-conforming or just hogwash are actually better than a lot of other departments. Um, right. On the flip side, it could say, ooh, I can't believe we don't do that. And you kind of pull from those sure. ideas that you can implement. So I think to just speak to what Doug was saying about the interpersonal, which is a hard skill, I argue it is not a soft skill um, of having one-on-one interaction is something to be learned either specific to dispatch or not. Um, I think right. one of the, the big things is just is, is just talking with folks and what is just walking around. I don't know how big your floor is, your comm center floor is, but just talking mm-hmm. with people. Do you work days, mids, eves? Uh, we work. We work both. It, it rotates. Through, oh, okay. You know, okay. weekday days and then week of uh, evenings. And so. Oh, so you got time to chat and everything. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. any last? Uh, we're at uh, the mark of around fifteen or so minutes. Uh, any last words that you have, Nick, for those aspiring to be supervisors? <laughs> um, <laughs> just you know, I. I I think if you feel, if you really do feel that's something that you are led to do and, and, and uh, I say, don't be, don't be scared of throwing your hat in a ring. Um, try. And again, like I said before, it's sometimes it can be a lonely road, but uh, it stick to what you know, what you believe uh, and you'll be fine. Now, now listen, Nick, we're going to touch base with you again in the future. Mm-hmm. If we touch sure. base with you and you say, Oh yeah, I'd stop being a supervisor. I'm be like, Oh hell. 
<laughs> no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks, Nick. A lot. Uh, thank Nick for uh, joining us today and sharing your experience. And it's about some highs and lows and just the learning all together because it's a, another constant road of learning. Even in right. that appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Hey, it worked out. have you back again. Thank you. In less than a year. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for listening to We Speak Dispatch, sponsored by your friends at Watson Consoles.